Welcome to the Nurse Shark Academy Show, a Baxter Professional Services production. Hello and welcome to the Nurse Shark Academy Show. I'm Tina Baxter, your host, where we're experts in nursing and experts in business. Our mission at the Nurse Shark Academy is to expand the consciousness of nurses as experts to reflect their individual and collective power by promoting self-agency through inspiring nurses to dream big, reach far, and soar to new heights in business and profession of nursing, thereby producing a healthier and richer society. The Nurse Shark Academy Show highlights nurse business owners and others in the healthcare field who promote entrepreneurship. We interview nurse leaders and encourage them to tell their story. Join us today with our special guest, Peggy Gleason, who happens to be a nurse in the med- in integrative medicine. Welcome to the show, Peggy. And welcome to the Nurse Shark Academy. I'm Tina Baxter, and I'm your host. We're the Nurse Shark Academy, where we're experts in nursing and experts in business. Our mission at the Nurse Shark Academy is to expand the consciousness of nurses as experts to reflect their individual and collective power by promoting self-agency through inspiring nurses to dream big, reach far, and soar to new heights in business and the profession of nursing, thereby producing a healthier and richer society. The Nurse Shark Academy show highlights nurse business business owners, and others in the healthcare field who promote entrepreneurship. We interview nurse leaders and encourage them to tell their story. We want to welcome today's guest, Dr. Peggy Gleason. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. I so appreciate being here, and I'm anxious to share what I can with for your viewers. Dr. Gleason is a registered nurse for over 40 years. And uh, she's also a nurse case manager and has been trained by Duke Integrative Medicine. She currently is the owner of Professional Women's Wellness. So tell me, what made you become a nurse? Well, you know, I never thought of it while I was growing up, which is interesting because my mother was a nurse. Uh, But she had stopped working when I was very little because we had a lot of illness in our family. Um, My My aunt and uncle siblings had multiple sclerosis. My brother had Downs and my uncle had a really, really uh, poor heart heart condition. And um, she was so busy helping everybody else, she couldn't go to work, which was fine. But growing up around sick people, my parents were always visiting somebody and always taking care of somebody, you know? And um, even though it, it never dawned on me that that's what I would, that that was my future. Um, I, you know, after high school, I did the dutiful thing that my father said, get a job. And I did. <laughs> and I worked, I worked in a telephone company answering calls for people's broken phones. <laughs> and uh, then it was like about a few months later, I just, it, you know, you divine intervention, like, I I was originally, by the way, going to be an artist. That was the real thing. I was a fine artist. Um, And I just thought, you know, I think I'm going to go back to school. I think I'm going to go into nursing. And, you know, everybody's like, that's awesome. Like, really? You know, like mom. And I wasn't even thinking I want to be like my mother because I didn't know my mother as a nurse, but I knew she was a caregiver. So I always look at it as sort of an organic thing. It just, that's what I was meant to be. And, um, you know, I was, I was thrilled. I was thrilled. Uh, that's what, that's what started it. So where, where did you go to school uh, to begin your nursing career? 
I began at a local, um, a local college. It was a state college, and from there, you know, it was it was driving distance, so that was good. And you know, our my, our family did not have a lot of resources, so you know that's why I couldn't go to the art school that I wanted to go to. But um, you know, we. Uh, but yeah, this was great. It was it was a two year program, but it was. Crunched. I, I would never recommend somebody go to that much, take that many courses in a two year period because we had to go through the summer and it was it was really, really intense. And then after that, um, I went to Empire State University, which is also a New York um, State College. And that's where it's so funny how I, I danced around this whole thing. Um, I I got into NYU because I wanted to learn more about psychology. It was always my passion, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but then I thought, no, no, I think I'll just stay where I'm at. I'm staying as a nurse and I'm content there. Cause I mean, as much as I love psychology, it didn't make sense. I had something so wonderful coming ahead of me that I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then after years later, I went to more school, which we can talk about later. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So what was your first nursing job? Oh, okay. My first nursing job, and I remember this as clear as day, was in a cardio um, uh, cardiology unit. It was not the cardiothoracic unit. It was just a cardiology unit. And um, I, I just, I love going to work. I was like, oh, I'm going to go visit all the patients before we do rounds. And I want to see how they're doing. And I, you know, I was loving the relationship part of nursing. That was my favorite thing. And uh, so that's what I did in the beginning. And I had also worked in hospitals prior to that um, as an EKG technician and then an LPN. These were why I was going to college and an LPN uh, while I was going to college. So you started as an LPN and then later you became a registered nurse. Yeah, the LPN wasn't too long because I was already in nursing school. So it was like a flash in a pan. But, uh, you know, I was, I was very excited about getting my registered nurse. Well, I just wanted to, to mention that because a lot of times our listeners may start you know, in one area of nursing, maybe start at the beginning from like, like I did as a CNA and, mm -hmm. you know, kind of jumped over the LPN because I didn't get into the LPN school. They were full. So I just, my yeah. husband said, then fiance said, well, the university where I live, they have a nursing school. So I called him up and said, let me in. And they did. <laughs> and the rest is history. Yes. And so it, it really depends on, you know, your drive and what you want to do. Right. Absolutely. And I, I will say I have always been a high driven person, even from, you know, the time high school and up. I just, when I, when I decided to do something, I just did it. And I went full fledged. And so, uh, yeah, I was, I really was, and my family was so proud, you know, to have a nurse, you know, I was probably the first one out of six to go to college, but, uh, so yeah, it was, a, it was a wonderful thing. And, and I'm pretty sure your mom was extra proud that you followed in her footsteps. Yes. Yes. She really was. It was so beautiful. Yes. I remember in some of our pinning ceremonies, if their mom was a nurse, their mom got to pin them. Oh, I wish they had done it back then. But, you know, <laughs> there were some some hiccups in our, at our at our ceremony. Unfortunately, uh, someone 
lost a grandparent during the service. So uh, it was it was memorable. But, you know, um, there were so many nurses to help this person who was evidently having a stroke. But um, Mm. yeah, but it was still a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. And yeah, a lot of pride, a lot of pride. And so you you mentioned that you're currently working in Duke in case management. You mentioned that before the show started. So tell me about what you're doing currently. Well, I don't work very much there. I work when I want to, and they love that. So like today, I went in for two hours because the poor person doing the referrals to nursing homes was, she was drowning, you know, so, so that's how I do it with them. Um, I am really far too busy with my, my practice to do too many hours. Uh, so at this point, I'm just going in when I can. And, you know, in the evenings or I'm a 4, 35 o'clock a.m. riser. So <laughs> I check, I check to see if they have anything. Um, and then I just jump in so that it'll be a little bit easier for the day shift. But um, I'm, I'm uh, fully retiring nursing very soon. Fully retired for nursing. Okay. Even well, though I'm not working a lot, I, you know, I am hanging it up, uh, you know, this month. Okay. Well, congratulations. Your Thank watch you. apparently hit, is ending. Yes. <laughs> 49 years. Of 49 an- years. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. We're going to put you on our, on our other show for our nurse making a difference segment. Oh, um, great. Been great. there for, for a length of time. And so I'm seeing in your in your bio that it says that uh, you also worked in neonatal ICU. Yes, I started, you know, it's funny because I always ended up in critical care everywhere I went. I'm after the cardio cardiology thing. These were New York jobs. I transitioned to the ICU and it was a general ICU. We had everything in it. We didn't have separate back then. Um, we're going back to 1971. Uh, we didn't have separate cardiothoracic rooms and stuff. Um, but this was at a, a small hospital in my town. I went to ICU and I, you know, it was it was me. I loved critical care from that point on. And then um, I <laughs> I never thought I was going to do neonatal, but when I I moved to Phoenix. I said, well, let me go see if they have a cardiothoracic. You know, I'll, I'll do, you know, I just needed a job at that point. I had three little kids under five. And um, they said, well, you know what you, we could really use you is a neonatal. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I had never worked with neonates, you know. And that's what started the neonatal journey. When I came back to New York, um, after a couple of years, um, I, it was a sure bet that I would get into that particular neonatal unit because they, you know, I knew this hospital and I knew the, some of the nurses there, but I had to, um, because of all the red tape and, you know, policies and whatnot, they had to put me over here while they opened a, a position because they were union, you know, up there. Okay. So they had to go along with all the rules. So that's how I got into uh, cardiothoracic nursing. So there I was (laughs) pumping an open chest and pumping the heart. It was great. It was so exciting. And I fell in love with that as well. But then I did, they did open that line and I went to where I was happy. Okay. 
So apparently you love children and babies. We figured that out. <laughs> oh my gosh, I sure do. I am such, mm, I'm such a softie. <laughs> and so I'm looking here later on, um, you decided to go back to school and study about alternative and complementary uh, medicine. Tell me about that. What made you decide to do that? You know, I think because of all the years, and I, I did go around to other other departments, and I worked with adults, and I worked with uh, children. I kept seeing the same people come back, and it was this revolving door. We used to call them frequent flowers. Hey, Harry's here. And we all knew who Harry was, you know? And um, I, I started thinking, you know, I'm just curious. Why are we so sick here? And I just started reading about what other modalities, the Eastern medicine and, you know, all, all of it. So I said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to study. And it wasn't for a title. It wasn't for anything. I wanted to know, cause I'm always curious about everything. So I, I did, um, I got my master's in natural health and, you know, like I said, when I, when I do something, I do it like a hundred percent. I was whipping through these courses. I was so excited. So then I said, no, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to do the doctoral degree too. Well, I'm at it. I mean, I'm like, yeah. Um, And the nice thing is you you could really see from homeopathic to Ayurveda to um, reflexology. It was all the other modalities and it was just delightful. I was so filled with joy to have some of that information. And um, but I was I never I never thought I would ever put a shingle out. You know, that was not why I did it, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I had all this exciting knowledge. I loved psychology. I had gotten a, a certificate of, I mean, a, a certification in psychology food shortly after that. And that was really exciting. So um, I continued to work full time as in doing what I was doing, right? We have all this stuff, but we're still in the same place. Like, right. why? <laughs> and then... You know, and uh, then it was time for me to retire from my New York job. I, I actually had the age and hour and uh, age and years to be able to retire a little early. And we moved to North Carolina. That's where Duke comes in. And this is a really funny thing because I don't believe in coincidences. I, I just don't. I never have. I always felt that when you notice something, pay attention. Don't just go keep going pay attention what what is this meaning what is behind this why is this here you know and um while i was getting ready to move you know i had retired and i mean i was not going to sit and do nothing at 55 that was ridiculous you know so i was looking i looked up duke because i knew we were going to be living relatively close to that and lo and behold the first page that came up was duke integrative medicine not Duke Hospital, not Duke HR, but this gift. I was, and I, you know, it's just, I was so excited. I was so excited because this was what was going to marry all that other education so I could help people just to be well, not to, you know, only treat them. Um, and it was the best thing I ever did. And, um, uh, yeah, it was great great experience. And with the psychology of eating behind me, I was, I loved it. And I didn't realize they were going to cover that in the foundation course um, 
at Duke Integrated Medicine, we spent a day doing mindful eat, like our whole meal was mindful eating. And that was, oh my gosh, it was really cool. But holy moly, you know, I really got a real eyeful. And um, so that was something that intrigued me too. Uh, I also then, because I told you I'm a little bit of an education junkie, I, I'm so curious, you know. So then I got two more certifications. Uh, and this was more of a uh, life, you know, and it was... Um, it was a certification in the wellness inventory, and that was fabulous. And that's the wheel I actually use in it to this day. And after that, I got a certification in nutrition. So with all your degrees and certifications and everything that you've done, what exactly did you do in the Duke Integrative Medicine Program? Because I want our listeners to understand how they can use their nursing skills in other ways. Oh, I have to tell you, I could tell you five different uh, coaching programs that are absolutely wonderful. Um, but as far as the coaching went, because it wasn't for just nurses, it was for anybody that wanted to learn how to coach because it was integrative, you know, with life and health and whatnot. Um, they really bring you to the most important part of it is mindset. And you get so much training, um, not only in mindset, but in how you communicate. You know, what do we usually do when someone's talking to us? We're thinking of the next question or we're thinking of what we're thinking about that person's answer. Mm -hmm. And they, that was called managing yourself. And you had to perfect it. You had it. You couldn't give your opinions. Never. It's like you are in this place where you are listening, you are looking at their body language, you're doing all of these things at one time without looking inside of you, because it's not about you, it's about them. So that was a big, big part of both programs, both big programs I did. That was a huge, huge part of it, which I absolutely loved. And, you know, and then they talked to, um, in the second one, which was interesting, and Duke did a little bit of this, but that was their first program. I was in their first one. So they're really a little bit more finely tuned by now. But uh, uh, the other one that I loved is with the wheel of, of health, they show you the 12 dimensions of wellness and how you can work with somebody as a coach uh, about fitness or mindfulness. But what you realize you learn, what you do learn is that how does that one thing affect all the other 11? And it's magnificent. So that's that's what we learned. And it's it's such a wonderful career change. And I've loved every minute of it. So when you got your master's and doctor degree, where did you go to school to get that training? That was at a state school in New York, the Empire State. And okay. it was good because at the time it was, and it still is, virtual. So, I mean, you know, it was it was one of the first. And I was like, this is working. I still had three little kids by myself. And because uh, my husband <clears throat> was not with me at that time. And um, it was wonderful because I could do, I could still do it. And I think any of your uh, viewers, if you have children, there are so many ways you can learn today and you can forge head and have anything and be anything and do anything you want. 
I so agree. I mean, look at what's happened even during COVID, where we had to shift and pivot and everybody's on <clears throat> social media and Zoom and things like that and schools that weren't prepared to go virtual had to go virtual. Yeah, yeah. And here, here, this virtual stuff was already being established. Yes. So uh, that was that was pretty neat. And so you mentioned now you mentioned having retired from the yeah. hospital in New York, and you moved to was it North Carolina? North Carolina. Yes. And now you've studied at Duke. What made you decide to hang out your shingle? Because I'm getting really, really busy with my practice and I don't have time for them. <laughs> um, no, you know what? I have, you know, after 49 years, I, I'm i ready. And the only reason I stay doing what I do now is I have, I have that bleeding heart type of thing where I feel so bad for my colleagues. I feel like, oh, God, if I don't help them, they're going to have such a bad day and you know, I have to get over that. I'm at that point in my life. I have to get over that. But, uh, you know, that's uh, the most important part was not only it's the right time because I absolutely loved my my whole career, but I always knew I could do more to help people either heal naturally or prevent things. And um, I have to dedicate the rest of my life to that. And that's why. I, I don't need to be doing computer work for them anymore because all I do right now is I do referrals to skilled nursing facilities. I do all the paperwork, which, you know, we do have to have a registered nurse to do that because it's mm -hmm. a lot of clinical information. But um, and that, you know, that was even interesting because um, when I was working as an inpatient case manager, when I came down here and that was always per diem also, um, they had opened a resource center to do some of these things while I was there. And then they then population health came around, right? And they snatched up the resource center. And that's what happened. Um, population health is interesting too. Um, I don't do the work they do uh, because I'm the only PRN and I'll be the last PRN they ever have because they don't even have those lines anymore. But um they, they, the whole population health is all uh, directed at after they go home. And it's, um, it's a lot of it is virtual. So, um, you know, those are other things. So when you started your, your business, what were some of the challenges that you were surprised about, you know, launching a business? Well, this is really funny because I, this is a perfect question. I originally was called the Healthy Heart Coach. That was, and I still own that domain, the Healthy Heart Coach. And I had a brick and mortar place. It was close to the hospital that I used to work at. And um, you know what question came up every time? Do you take insurance? Yeah. No, I don't, you know. And that was that was the biggest challenge I had. Um, and it was, it was a little hard because I was thinking of healthy heart as your mind, body, heart, soul, all that. And they were thinking of being cardiacs. So I was misunderstood with that title for sure. Um, and then, I, of course, then I, I switched over to professional women's wellness. 
but yeah, that was a struggle. Um, I also think uh, for for coaching in the beginning, and even now sometimes, uh, because of the economy and stuff, it, it's it's a challenge sometimes. Uh, but you know, the most important thing coaches have to understand is you are you're they're not paying for your time; they're paying for the transition they're going to get, yes. and that is the most important thing. Whatever uh, alley you go down. Uh, and you want to make an impact. You want to make a difference for a human being or for yourself. But that's what the that's what the pay is. That that is so true. Uh, my biggest joy is to see my clients or my students just take off. Yeah, I, there's nothing more rewarding than that. Mm -hmm. Nothing because you know you've made a difference, and. Uh, I had one group, I did a lot of group coaching too, when it was live, and I had one group that followed me every week for five years. Oh, we wow. took summers off, but it was every week, and it was lovely, and they were moving in tremendous ways over those years. You know, we always had different things we were working on, of course, you can't do the same old thing, but um, it was really rewarding, I have to say. Hey, that sounds great. And so um, if someone wanted to get into the field that you're in with integrative medicine, how would one do so? I would say, first of all, you can always contact me and I can walk you through some of the things that I have found because I know a lot of other people from different disciplines uh, that have done very well. Um, I would say the first thing to do is check out some of the programs. Um, in my industry, like you have just integrative nutrition, you have, you know, you have specialties in coaching, which is great, you know, because I know a lot of people that just want to do that. They just want to be a coach to help people with their nutrition. Um, and then there's, um, there's the integrative stuff like I do, or there's just, well, they can get, you know, they can get my, my friend, um, my good friend. She and I went to Duke together and she got into um, biometrics. That's interesting. And she actually has, you know, she went to, got a little certification for that. Not a little certification. I, that's like a tough one. But um, she's certified and she is able to work on energy fields. There's a lot of nurses that want to work with Reiki or he other healing modalities. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so uh, as far as coaching goes, I think it's really, really good to figure out what kind of coaching you want, because there's a lot out there. Uh, we have sleep coaches. We have, I mean, think of everything. Now we have gut health coaches, if that's yes. your thing. And they're really helped. They're great. They're really great. Um, but think of all the different topics that we know as nurses. Oh, my gosh endless, right? You, yeah. you learn a lot about the the human body and mind, soul, all of it. And you got to find out what's really, you know, makes your heart beat. Um, and that's what I did. I wanted to listen to my heart uh, because sometimes your brain makes mistakes. <laughs> yes, It'll it tell you, go this way, when really what you want to do is what's here. So um, how would our listeners be able to contact you? 
Well, I will put in, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give you all of the contact information, but I would suggest um, you can go to the one URL that I will make sure you have uh, because of the transition of my, <laughs> all of my um, platforms are changing this week. And um, so I don't know what's still working, what's not. I did check before I got on the one link. Um, I think by the time, I think pretty soon they'll be, they'll be all, they'll be all right. I think it only it's going to be the, this week that we'll have the hiccup. But yeah, just uh, I'll make sure you have all that information. And I also want to say for your viewers, I would love to gift you something because my topic is about uh, behaviors and habits and all about, it's not just what you eat, but it's how, when, why, where, and all the things that lead us to the patterns we create. And, you know, with, we all know there's a really big statistic out there with obesity, which is connected to with so many illnesses. And, you know, right now that is, that's my baby right now. I just want to help people not beat themselves up because diets don't work. You know, it's like mm -hmm. they need to love themselves, respect themselves and learn how, learn about, to understand about their relationship with food to be healthy. Yes. But I will, I have a free gift I will send out and it is regarding that topic. That's great and wonderful. So if you are wanting to access Dr. Gleason's gift, uh, please check the show notes for that information. We'll be having uh, that posted in our show notes. Um, her practice is professional woman's wellness. And um, I want to thank you uh, for your time. Now, the last question I'll, I will ask you, and this is what I ask all of our um, guests. If you had one piece of advice to give to a budding entrepreneur, what would it be? Love this question. Never, never stop trying. Because with being being an entrepreneur, and I've been doing this for a long time, I've had a lot of dips. And other people that have the dips, they get discouraged. They say, I can't do it. Don't ever allow yourself to do it. Because as we said, you can be, do, and have anything you want. You got to put that somewhere so you can see it because you are worth it and you're going to have ups and downs no matter what you do, but don't give up. All right. Well, I want to thank you for your time. This has been an excellent segment. Uh, we're here with uh, Dr. Peggy Gleason. I'm Tina Baxter, and I'm your host with the Nurse Shark Academy show. Don't forget to like and subscribe on our YouTube channel for our show, and then download our podcast wherever you get your podcasts from Apple or Spotify, wherever that's where we are. Like and share our podcast with other nurses out there and anyone that you think would be interested in this topic. And I want to thank you for joining us today. I so appreciate this wonderful opportunity to speak with your viewers. It was a wonderful and happy time for me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming, Dr. Gleason. Okay. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Are you passionate about healthcare and teaching? Do you dream of owning your own nursing assistant school and making a difference in the lives of aspiring CNAs? Join us for a comprehensive training program and business seminar that will empower you to become a successful CNA instructor and open your very own school. 
Join us at the Nurse Shark Academy for our free online challenge on how to start a nursing assistant training school. This will be July 18th, 19th, and 20th at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Register at the nursesharkacademy.biz. Thank you for listening to the Nurse Shark Academy show wherever you get your podcasts or watching us on YouTube. Don't forget to like and subscribe and don't forget to hit the notification bell so that you'll know when all of our episodes come out. If you want further information, you can contact us on the nurseshark academy.biz.